Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Chill. Oh, yeah, this Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's a lifestyle, our lifestyle, the, the lifestyle. It's a pretty good lifestyle, too. Yeah, I'm I'm having I'm enjoying it. Yeah, man. Well, guess what? What? I retired. Congratulations. No longer in retail on that side of it. Yeah, I got you some I, I, I got you some yeah, weed. You I lace got me. you a you bottle. You know you what I'm I appreciate that. Yeah, we ain't popping together because we don't drink and drive. So yeah. we both was driving yesterday. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, it, it, hold it, on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I cut Birthday you shout out to mom. She just yeah. made fifty seven. Yeah, you know that's what cool. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know yep. Nice little get together for her. Yeah, I got I was gonna get her a bottle too, but she, she don't, don't drink. But you know, I laced her with some of that, you know. Yeah. I had some weed too, but I ain't gonna mix it up because I I'm a nigga when, when I pull to... up, I got bottles and weed on me on the lightweight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, shout, out drink Puka. Drive, shout out to Puka. Shout out to Puka. That come that. from him. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? My cousin Puka used to pull up, case of wet, mad weed. weed. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is he yeah. still? Well, last time I talked to him, he wasn't smoking. Last time I was standing with him, he definitely had a bottle of Moet. <laughs> 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 we were standing outside yeah. at a retail job I had. Yeah. Drinking Moet. So. Yeah, so good. congratulations on getting up out of retail. That was dope. You said you was going to do it. You do it now. And you got to you gotta get your, get your bowling game back on. You took some time off. Took some time off. Me and my daughter just talked about that yesterday. But I'm back because I got a new bag and my wife laced me with the thing to your hand, yeah, yeah. The hand, no, for the bar. Remember, I was watching that shit. My man was wiping that shit off. Yeah. Wiping, I got that. We'll see. We can see. We can stay. Yeah. I mean, I just go because you go. I yeah. don't even really, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm gonna and get then on the. Jay can't come no more because they done switched you around. You said Monday. Yeah, we'll see. Is Mondays long for you? Well, it used to be, but I mean, yeah, now that my daughter <laughs> out of school, yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's pretty. I just was going Wednesday because that worked. Bad everybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you got a word? Yeah, I got a word, man. It's traumatic. It's psychologically painful. And uh, I got a word since you didn't ask my uh, word. Uh, you didn't give me a chance. You're right, bro. Yeah. You're still not being new again for some reason. Not being yeah. Supportive. Yeah. And that's my word, <laughs> supportive. Providing encouragement and emotional help. You know what I'm saying? So, why did you pick those words? I picked these words, man, because I wanted to sit down with a. Uh, this is actually our third time have you on the show you are a three-time return guest yeah you know what i'm saying so that is an honor uh i want before to before you say anything man i want to say that uh i am very disappointed in the move that the lakers made acquiring anthony davis and the reason i am disappointed is because they traded away our future now normally we don't talk sports we don't even say yeah. nothing and let you know the show is dated but we some show we we show for show now so this will be out like next week yeah yeah, yeah next week and that that was dumb for them to trade away our future like that man and i understand why you said that because you are a lifelong a real laker fan, fan yeah. so i can accept that from you some of these niggas not lifelong laker fans they just lebron fans who care that whatever jersey he got on uh, to be honest with you, bro, I don't care. I, I, no, I, I just I, I had care. to get that out myself in a public okay. forum because <laughs> you know what I'm saying because niggas that probably is see true me all summer with the right. same Lakers hoodie on. You know yeah, that saying? is true because they did give up three players and four picks. Yeah, that's which the whole future. To be a number four pick in this draft coming up, which would be stupid. But like I told a nigga, 
New Orleans having a first pick and a fourth pick, let me know. There is always some shit in the game for the New Orleans Pelicans since they've been the New NBA Orleans Pelicans. Them, bro. No, they don't. The owner of the Saints own the Pelicans. I'm saying the NBA. Well, they not, own not everybody. Real, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, nigga, they they have the blocked that Chris Paul shit back in the day for the Lakers, too, and then let and then yeah. Chris, yeah, so. They do shit like that. Yeah, the yeah. cracker way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The only way for them, yeah, they don't yeah. know another way, right? <laughs> so anyway, I think it's the cracker way. That's the name of my rock band. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, we got Cheyenne right, and we uh we got you Cheyenne because you had spoke about mental health. Yeah, we okay. we you had spoke about mental health before, yeah. and you got really in depth. It was like a show that you did in February 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember that because like a lot of people found out a lot of things about you they may have not known. But also with that, hearing black women talk about mental health is like exceptional because we put so much on them. Well, they put a lot on themselves, too. So mm-hmm. it's a lot on them. Right. But being a black woman and being supportive of somebody with mental health is what we actually would like to speak about. Uh, we got rock in the building. <laughs> Long time listener. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, real real cool nigga. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real nigga. I'm going to tell you like this. Anytime that we not in California, we never been to the Bay, but anytime we not in California and a motherfucker put on some Mac Dre and the nigga reacted the way he reacted, <laughs> it's automatic. I fuck with you. I feel like you're my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> you heard, you heard that new Mac Dre and uh, Lil John. Lil John. This no. real. This, oh, that uh, shit go. Uh, yeah, nigga. Mac Dre and Lil John. Pull out your title and uh, pull listen, it up. Listen, I got to. You know, 40 finna drop an album next month. <laughs> Did you see who all there? He got a lot of Detroit what love on there. We yeah. was literally just talking about yeah. that. I almost pulled over. The nigga got yeah. buffs on, on the camera. Well, you know the Bay and Detroit like cousins. cousins. They so more the, like brothers, not every Yeah, I guess Gangster will probably be a cousin to the Bay, nah, because we making our way. You know, Gangster niggas be having some influence up in that too, you know. Yeah, so let's get into it, man. So your word was supportive, right? And yeah. uh, we kind of look to black women to be supportive of what we go through because black men got to be strong. Black people got to be strong. It's rough out here. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what type of money you got. Yeah, they going to yeah. make it rough for you if you black. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. So like uh, you kind of got in depth about your, about your mental health at one point. Like how do you deal with that today? It's still a struggle every day. Like, you, I still have my days. Like, it's been a couple times, even throughout this year, like, that I've been, uh, you know, fighting my own battles and stuff where, like, I have to just, I had to just unplug for a day. Like, whether I don't leave a house or, like, I listen to music and read a book or read something. Like, I just have to, like, just focus on me and, like, just take that time out to myself. Like, it's, it's still a struggle. Like, because I remember, like, around, like, earlier this year, like, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, the beginning of April, it's really a hard time for me because that was in two years ago was like the weekend. I remember it was the first weekend of April. Well, I had like I had really like felt like I was at my end where I was like, I can't do this shit no more. And I had like kind of made a decision like I don't want to be here no more. And I had like kind of like planned out everything like I knew how I was going to go. Like I felt the only thing that kind of like uh, kept me here was the thought of my kids like that's selfish to them. Like, I don't want to, like, leave my kids here and, like, lead them into somebody else's hands. And then, like, like the weekend, actually, like, I've never even told nobody about it. The weekend of Jay's birthday, when he had his party, I didn't leave the house that weekend. I didn't do nothing. Like, I stayed to myself. I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't go nowhere. Like, I was just really, like, fucked up that whole weekend. And I was, like, real bad because I wanted to hang out. I had been looking forward to it. I'm like, Jay's birthday that weekend. And I think my other friend, she had, like, a dinner or something the next day. But I literally could not bring myself to do nothing. And I just used that time to, like, just chill, focus on me, write down 
a lot of positive things about myself that I love, what I will be like, you know, what everybody else would be losing, what I would be losing out on. Like, I just thought about so much other shit. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I didn't come this way for a reason. Like, after every storm, you know, comes the rainbow. Like, I have to, like, just stay focused and, like, look at the glass, like you always say, is, like, half yeah, full. full. Like, I have to just stay focused. And I, I just use that weekend to just just get my shit together. So, like, uh, when, like when did you first start feeling like this? Not it. I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you these questions because if people didn't hear your episode – kind of catch them up to speed like yeah. that was heavy what you just said that was also exclusive we don't have the exclusives so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like when did you first start feeling like this like because uh usually this is brought on by some type of trauma or yeah. traumatic uh experience now mm-hmm. my word was traumatic because i remember what in real life man the murder scene always traumatic for me now when i say that i don't want people to think I frequent murder scenes, <laughs> but I have been on a few murder scenes after the fact. And what I mean by after the fact, like the tape up, sometimes the body's always still out there. Mm-hmm. It depends on what people don't know is, uh, especially in Wayne County, it's only a couple people who can come pick up the body. And it depends on what kind of cause they get first. Right. So if you just die, you know, in your sleep, they might be a little reluctant to come get you versus a body with a head blown off. But as long as it's in Wayne County, they it's kind of like they got to map it out by what would be traumatic. If you pass away in your house in your sleep and we find you, like, you know, you find, like, a loved one. But then they say, yo, we got a call over here on such and such. Like, it's, like, really bad. They probably go go get that first because it's probably in the public. They don't want to be traumatic about it. And uh, the murder scene is what really brung trauma to me. Why? Because we used to play with them guns. I ain't never murdered nobody. But we used to play with them guns and to see what could really happen. You would be like, damn, like you shooting at people. And this is like, this is the real end result. And then we done been like live up close on a murder scene. Like people done been murdered outside. Like I found one of my friends murdered like outside of my mother's house. house. And And then some years later, I found another person murdered outside. And then I'm like. But by the time it was the the, uh, the one second the, one, the, the, the lady. By the time she, when she had got murdered, it was um uh, the lady across the, the young lady across the street was like out there like screaming and shit. And I'm like, yo, just go in the house. Like I'm used to it now. Like yeah, and that's, and that's crazy fucked that you up. Get that you say that you're used like to that. it. You feel what I'm the saying? murder scene not as traumatic for me as it is for you though. I didn't know that you felt like that. Yeah, because it's like seeing it like. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, unless you got like military experience, how many people you stand next to that actually seen brains outside of head? Right. You yeah. feel like real life. But I'm saying it's not as traumatic. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, after yeah, I yeah. found the homie, then it was always I mean, it, different because I like really found him and like, oh shit, yeah. like this my man's. Like, yeah. You know yeah what and I'm you know saying? what's crazy? Like, uh, when I went, so I was, I probably, probably was like 13 when like the first gruesome murder scene. That's crazy because we 13. So that's like eighth grade. That actually used to make me want to be a homicide detective. You feel what I'm saying? So it inspired you. Yeah. yeah. But then I like kept seeing that shit and kept seeing and that shit. And that's what you got to go to work to like, every I day. I have to go see this. Like, who? that's heavy yeah. to have to go tell somebody like, yeah, your son ain't never coming home, your daughter. Whatever the case, yeah. it could be a crisis then, but a homicide. I, so. I literally was just having the same con- a similar conversation with my uh, grandmother and uh, my granddad because I don't know how we got on a subject of like uh, like mortuary stuff and they're like do you think you could ever do something like that I'm like absolutely not like I can never work in a funeral home or like deal with the dead bodies like I can't I can't I don't think I could see that or I could deliver that news or even like the most recent job that I had 
like having to talk to people to um, collect like uh, deceased documentations and stuff like that. Even just having that conversation with people was like always kind of awkward for me because they like, damn, you know, I'm just now like I'm going through this. I'm trying to like wrap my head around what happened. And here I am on the other end on the phone. Like, OK, well, I get that. But can you send me the death certificate? Like, <laughs> yeah. this, See, you know, I, I, I feel like I could not to cut you off. But yeah. I feel like I could work in like a mortuary or something now because I feel like death is the ultimate freedom. And what I right, mean by right, that right. is like mm. nobody has ever come back and told us that there was anything wrong with it. And that could actually be the start of was what was next like yeah. you know what i'm saying because if you think about it like i got uh i go to uh therapy all the time i you know what i'm saying and i got a black therapist you know what i'm okay. saying what she, uh, like? huh? she look like she looks like a, a professional she looks like a black professional therapist because <laughs> she might listen to the show and you can't have now you probably got her thinking i'm coming back like no, i, I want to know what she look like <laughs> well her, her and your daughter share the same name so okay, you know what i'm saying well, that's dope so it's yeah. hard for me not it's extremely hard for me not to like anybody with anybody's name inside my family and what did you care about? Yeah, and then no, period. <laughs> no. And then I know a guy named Antoine that we just do not see eye to eye. And I told him like, bro, it is extremely hard for me not to like you. <laughs> you know, what I mean? and he didn't understand what I was saying because he don't know my brother. But right. But when I go to therapy, I just t- like that's the you tell the truth and you got to be transparent. And because I started it out as a uh, premarital counseling, but okay. if, if anybody ever been to marriage counseling or premarital counseling, you know, it come a time where they separate y'all, and then when they separate y'all. That's when I start getting into my like real issues. And then I'm like, yo, I just I love birds because birds, they fly. You don't know where they going. Like they do whatever. And then I was like, but I just feel like death is the ultimate freedom. And she was like, are you suicidal? I'm like, no, I'm just like, it's coming. It's like, regardless. It's not. And nobody has ever returned like. Yo, you don't want to die, like, and that's that's the thing that people put in everybody here, like, oh, you don't want to die, but it's like it's go, it's happen. go happen. That's for yeah, sure, right. and we don't even know what's on the other side. Like, that could be like, oh shit, you in another world, and you everything you wanted to be because you prepare so much in this world. So I just feel like death is like just the ultimate freedom, and we'll never know until you die. Because I'm also a firm believer in that hospitals are portals. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Every day in the hospital, somebody dying. Every day in the hospital, someone is born. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I don't think it's no new souls. I don't think like the higher power is creating new souls because you see a baby and you be like, yo, that baby got an old soul. That baby seemed like it's been here before. And then nobody ever thought to go, okay, well, I was born on May 22nd, 1982. In that hospital, we don't know how old a person was who died in that, that portal just Okay, we go put one of these souls in the twins, and then he fuck around and get a soul that's completely different, and then they like, and not now just you know, that hospital though, yeah, 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 right, right, way on the other side of the world, right. Yeah. But every day yeah. somebody's born, somebody's died. That's a guarantee, and I just yeah. feel like the souls being recycled, and you see it, like you see a young motherfucker, like, yo, he wise beyond his years. You know what I'm saying? That's just like how my youngest son Cinco right now. Come. <laughs> my grandmother he been here my grandmother always talks about she like i've never seen a child like this like how just fearless he is and how he's not afraid like he's just wow she's like the only closest person i've ever seen to him is my brother and that's the my great-grandmother had nine kids yeah and out of the nine kids he's the only one that's not living yeah. and she was like when we were growing up she's like i guarantee you she like cheyenne he is literally just like how he was she was like to like his skin tone, everything. She's like, he reminds me so much of him. And even like when her brothers and sisters come around, like my great aunts and uncles, when they see him, that's the first thing they say. They like, dang, he remind me. His name was Robert. They like, they remind me of Robert. And they'd be like, wow, that's so crazy. Like she was like, I 
she's like, I just see my brother in him. Like, it's just wild. Right. So, like, Rock, you, you've been in the military. How, like, what's, uh, what was, like, your military background? Like, y- y'all, y'all said a lot of stuff, and I was kind of like, I had a whole list of things to talk about. <laughs> but, um... The trauma, man. Let me tell you. Like, now, what branch were you in? Oh, Air Force. Oh, the I was Air in Air Force. Force. Okay. You know, so it wasn't even, I wasn't even on the, in the worst type of, but I was in combat search and rescue. So, yeah. like, I had that experience. I told her this morning, I had a hard time sleeping last night, dog. Yeah, because like, anything can trigger it. It's just, and it don't have to be anything. It can yeah. just be, I was on, like, maybe I had a couple too many drinks, and then maybe I was mad at somebody about something, or I'm worried about something. And I'll wake up and it'd be something going on outside of my life. And it, like you said, that it don't have something directly to do with what my trauma was. But man, listen, I had a hard time sleeping last night, man. And I had some, some military dreams. But like you said, that trauma of it's something I'll never forget, man. And it, and it stick with me to this day because I don't do funerals. Yeah. Yeah, Because I have nightmares of seeing the person and like I can't look at you in the casket yeah well we don't do funerals either but we also believe like cremation is the way you feel what I'm saying and it's because like you existed if I came in contact with you if you remember me you remember me but I've been on the world I've been in this world before so if I die and you never see me again you still left with that memory and you don't want that funeral to be the last memory you feel what I'm saying so like the the, the truth of the matter is if I leave right now and get into a car accident the quickest they can get me into the funeral home to get me cremated I'll be done there's no funeral none of that shit you feel what I'm saying and my whole father side of the family like that like we just get cremated I don't know where that come from with them but that just I feel like yeah like my wife aunt passed away and uh, like the funeral is gonna be like next week and she died like last week and I'm like why they just don't take her somewhere else you feel what I'm saying I had a cousin just die recently too and like he died was that last week Mm -hmm. he died they still ain't did nothing with him yet, and, and it's, it's like, and it's not, and, and, and when, when it cut, like a lot of times that be because of money, but it's yeah. not. That's not the issue. Yeah. Here. So it's like, yeah, you probably wanted to have that preacher or whatever do it, but if a nigga tell you like a week and a half, no, nah, bro, because that that for the close family that makes the mourning process longer. longer. You yeah. feel what I'm you saying? Like closure. way too long, and it's all about closure. So that's why we like, yo, you could just cremate me. Cremating me, I, uh, I told my wife that uh, cremate me. Use my ashes to to plant a tree. I was and, just about to say that, and that and that that tree grows because that's an Islamic concept too. Because uh, in, in I Islam, am that tree. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. In Islam, your good deeds go. So if in Islam, if I did a good deed for you, and that good deed lets you do good deeds on and on, that gets counted for me. So if you a tree. A tree is always going to bear fruit or the birds go eat off the tree or whatever. And then in a, in a sense of my daughter really can come talk to this tree because I'm in the root. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tangible thing. Yeah, but even in a simpler yeah. form, right? Yeah. So like ashes to ashes, dust to dust, right? Like, yeah. And even if you believe in the Bible or whatever, right? Like in a scientific way, they literally took, they had a science class and they took two things and put it under the microscope. And they said, tell me what this is and tell me what this is. And it's like, it's the same thing. And they're like, no, it's not. It's two different things. It looked the same. But what's the difference between the two? And I was like, oh, it's a little difference. It's like one is human skin and one is dirt. Right. And they looked identical, right? right. So even in that in that aspect. Right, because like, if you're like, in a are, casket, man, you're not going to. Yeah, you, you, you ain't going to break down the weight. You ain't going to break down. Yeah, you going to break down the weight because your hair and your nails never stop growing. That's Ever. something people don't know. You know what I'm saying? And if you in the ground and like a, a, a varmint come eat you or whatever, that's just the ecosystem. Like, but people, 
people look at killing and dying like this. Like he just was about to kill a mosquito. And I said, bro, it's Father's Day. How you know this <laughs> nigga's not on his way to his yeah. family though? Like, cause in their world, it's still the same thing. Right. But, but here's the thing though, like I was telling Jay Johnson the other day, like, it's math though. It's bigger than you, right? So like you think that killing that mosquito or killing that ant or you shot that deer, right? So you can get the meat, right? That's the purpose of that deer. That deer didn't know that. Just like you said, everybody got a checkout date. Yeah. Every living thing has yeah. an expiration date. It may be baby come into this world and they live 10 minutes. Or you may be live to be 115 50, years, yeah. 15 years old. Your purpose is your purpose. And it's right. above you. So like you were just saying, like... You don't have. It's above me now. You, you don't have no. You you have no idea of yeah. when you what you're supposed to do. And I you think that's why it'd be so hard for people to detach with people, especially Correct. they loved ones. You Correct. know what I'm saying? Like it's like no, my nigga. Like you think people? I know 50 year olds who think people go live forever. How you've been seeing people die your whole life? Like that makes no sense. Like yeah. I, I done been to funerals for babies and old people. I, listen, mm-hmm. man, we used to live next door to the oldest woman in the world at one point, and wow. we kept up so much trouble. And she would just look out the window, and there was kind of like why she just look out the window her, her name is Miss Tally and then we got older and we look back like this ain't even the worst she's the seen the worst she's seen this lady was a hundred and something years old I think she was a hundred and six when she died so this not even the worst she's seen you gotta think what yeah. she lived yeah. through and saw and then we outside wild and on with guns and shit and she like y'all niggas ain't Don't got nothing know. on what well, I'm saying my cousin, you my cousin who saying? just died he was 25 like and the life of the family, he was like the younger version of me. Like he just goofy, yeah. silly, but got in the shower, said his stomach was hurting, couldn't sleep the night before, got in the shower, didn't get out. Like you served your purpose though, right? Like and he, ju- I just seen him earlier this year, and I said, "Cause you straight." He said, "Yeah, I'm good." I said, "Cause he happy." He was like, "Man, I'm happy, man. My wife makes me happy. That's all I need." Guess what? You served your purpose. Now your wife, she gonna hurt, but she got to experience love, right, and right. it hurt her. But you know exactly whatever that purpose is. It could have been him, yeah, because you that's giving the, one person a dollar, and that's yeah. what people don't know. Time they don't know their purpose. So it's like I, every time somebody say they died too early, I said, no, no. man, it's right on time. Like right. they were supposed, it's, it's and people exactly. hate. People like that though. Because it's selfishness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you you care yeah, about you don't right. They don't right. They they yeah. don't. I don't want to let you go because how I feel about bro. It. Even with my favorite cousin, my favorite cousin, I used to go see him like every Friday because I was a Muslim and he lived on the same side of town that the mass year was on. Right, so I would go see him every Friday and we was already super close. This is exactly who I want to be like, like rapping and all of that. But then, um, so he died on a Monday, a Sunday after uh, it was Easter Sunday. It was me and my sister riding. And he had cancer in his mouth, so like his whole jaw mm. was gone. You could smell it and everything. But I was used to it because I see him. I like I literally seen the deterioration. So yeah. my sister hadn't seen that. My sister older than me. Then I'm like, no. She like I don't want to see cuz like that. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't go over there that Sunday. Monday somebody had hit me up like, man, I'm sorry about black, but I I was asleep, so I re- didn't read the text right. Then when I woke up, somebody else called me like, yeah, man, black passed away or whatever. So when I go over to his house. I'm in his house. I'm going to go in the basement and all that. His body was still there. Nobody knew. Wow. And my daddy called because they was waiting on the funeral home. They were waiting on the funeral Yeah, they was waiting on the funeral home because we knew he was going to be cremated. You know what I'm saying? And my daddy was like, man, you a cold motherfucker. You were just up in the house with his body in there. And I'm like, where was his body at? The crazy part is I went to go in the room where his body was to put my coat up. And my auntie just had called me like, hey, but she wasn't calling me not to go in the room. She just was saying something and I turned around. But I'm like, I could look at it because I was there like literally every Friday when his wife, I took him and his wife to the doctor to find out they was pregnant. So Mm -hmm. I was like every and he knew I'd be there that Friday. So he'd be like, 
all right, cuz I need to go to the doctor Friday. What time you coming? I'm yeah. like, yeah. So I'm like traumatic. That was traumatic for me in a sense because I felt like, damn, if I would have took my sister over there, I would have been able to look at him and be like. Well, how did you deal with that? Uh, I got his name on my hand. Like, No, I'm just saying. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was oh, at well, work. so Yeah, you know. well, I deal with it because like, so afterwards, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't married yet. And I had a young lady in his projects and I would just go and be in his projects and feel like the most comfortable I ever felt. And Still felt close. Yeah, because it's literally we used to run around on projects, walk on top of the houses. And like so sometimes, you know, when you're driving or whatever, you see yourself as a kid. I see me and my brother oh, yeah. jumping the off the roof like yeah. with them and I'm shit the like way. that. Yeah. So I just thought about jumping off the roof the other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's how I did, that's how I would shit. deal with it. I just go over there. In the projects, because he was good anywhere, but these was where he was from. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we from there, too, but, like, not like him. Like, we moved out. By the time he moved out the projects, he was grown. He was grown. You so, know you just held you, – so, you did – you mourned in the way of you held on to to the memories and the good, good yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's – and to me, that's how it should be. It's yeah, like, yeah. don't harp on, like, like, yo, this person ain't here is just like – because, again, the, the memories and the experiences that you have with them – you carrying that today, right? Right, and right. It's keeping so. you from either not doing something or it's motivating you to do something. We're inspiring that, that, we That's don't his use purpose. Motivate. We don't use motivate. Break it down again. Because motivate don't. is from a place of hate because if, I, if I'm motivated by something, I got a motive to do it. And your watch could be my motive to get a watch, but that motive could also drive me to take your watch and harm you. So if mm-hmm. I inspire you to get a watch, you would say, that watch is nice. I would love to have one and work hard to get it and just because you want a watch, not because you want that watch that I got on. So mm-hmm. we inspire and we don't motivate. I appreciate that. See, I'll never use that word ever again. <laughs> because right? you got to look at the root yeah, words. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's real. Not shy. Like we all parents in here. Uh, so like when you, you the, the main thing I took from that, uh, you said like how would it affect your children? How do you think that like uh, when you want to be by yourself stuff, how do you think that affect your children? Do you feel like when you going through something that they can feel it? And I try, I feel like they can. So I try my best to, like, um, put a mask on when they're around me. Because, like, for the most part, like, my kids go with their dads on the weekends. And so I use that as, like, my time. Like, during the week, I'm like, okay, I got to be I gotta be mom. I have to be strong for them no matter what I'm going through. And, like, if I feel like I need that a long time, like, I wait until, like, they go to sleep. But, like, it's been, it's been my days. Like, I definitely say that I'm guilty of it when, like, I'm going through something and I'm, like, struggling and I'm frustrated. Or it's just, like, it's just one of those days. And, like, I'm dealing with my kids. And, like, if I feel like they may do something and then I may react, like, overreact in a way that I'm, like, okay, like, let me chill. Like, I'm, like, like, like you always vicious. say. It's hard for yeah, me to imagine be her being somebody's mom, <laughs> though. Like, like, that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when I look at you, I, I was, me and my brother was talking yesterday. I said, dog. We got kids, man. Like, yeah. like real kids. Yeah. Like, and they getting old every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. somebody to depend yeah. on, them. right? Like, they, yeah. they like, depend God. on me. Right. Yeah. Like yesterday, we was celebrating my. my, my, nigga, my, uh, my wow, out. <laughs> we was celebrating my oldest eighth birthday yesterday, and it still be like I still be having them days. They be like, "Mommy, I'm like, oh shit, that's me." Yeah. No, so like, do you ever? Because uh, they they how eight and what eight and four. So do you speak to them like? So I I, okay, I well let me preface this. I speak to my my daughter like a dog right she ate but i tell her like yo this this the real you feel what i'm saying not only if you don't work you don't eat like sometimes you ain't gonna feel like doing this shit sometimes your mate go get on your nerves and it's how you deal with it that mm-hmm. either draw your mate closer push them back or even your kids because they be like yo you a good father but like you yell a lot you feel what i'm saying yeah. and then i just preference that well 
by the time I started yelling, that's because you didn't do what I asked you to do the first time. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, I might be in a room and you might be in the living room. So every yell ain't like you in trouble. Yeah. It's like, yo, cut the TV down. Like, you, I can hear it back here. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but I speak to her like that because if and okay so for death for instance right my eight-year-old she she kind of like she don't mind she want to go to funerals to see people in caskets mm. she, you feel what i'm saying and we found this out because my aunt chris passed away and i was like to my wife yeah take her but just sit in the back you know what i'm saying because i think she was like four about to turn five so i was like just sit in the back you know what i'm saying and then my wife hit me like uh yeah she like really wanted to go up there and see you feel what i'm saying mm. like she told me like take me up there i want to see how she looked and i'm like what, you, what how she know like how she's supposed to look and stuff and so if, if it's a funeral and it's somebody she like love or was close to like she want to make sure she make it so mm-hmm. i said well we different in that aspect so yeah. so we tell her off rip i'm not having a funeral so don't expect me to, to see me like that like the last time you see me because even though we don't practice islam i still take practices from islam for example like in islam when you pass away your closest family members supposed to come and wash your body off because you're supposed to get buried within three days but if you die a martyr you're supposed to get buried that day with the clothes on so if you ever see like they show on the news like uh, america might have bombed somewhere but then they show like uh the muslims look like they celebrating shooting in the air and and the bodies that's around the funeral, that's right? the funeral because they about to bury them with that blood on their clothes so they can make it to the next life as a martyr because um. you don't want to wash the blood off that you die spilling in the name of islam but you're supposed to wash the body off and do all of this within three days so i got a brother so he'd go get all the men in my family and the people who we practice islam with who we still close with they could come wash me off and then my family could see me and then it's time to go because in islam you still here until your body put in the ground so when your body put in the ground that's when the angel of death comes speak to you he asks you three questions and it's what's in your heart uh who was the final messenger what god did you believe in and something else I ain't going to say it all because I don't believe in Islam no more. I believe in a higher power in the universe. And that's why you get put in the ground anyway, because you ashes still ashes. Right. So whatever on your heart. So say, who is your God? If you love money, it's, it's, it's subconscious. You're not even here money. But that don't start to the last loved one. Leave your grave site. So my brother can stay there all day. But when he leave, that's when it start. But you supposed to be conscious and can see everybody who came to your funeral, how they reacted and, and everything. That, that played back to why I think that the souls are re just reissued, basically yeah. refurbished because you seeing people and then you looking like, damn, I treated my mom fucked up. All right. So next go around, I'm like. I'm a mama's boy now. Like, I feel like that's why, because you see. Oh, that's why you're a mama's boy? I'm not a mama's boy. Like, (laughs) if we had to pick. It would be you. Actually, why? Not a mama's boy. I'm just mama's favorite. Yeah. And that's you are. <laughs> you, you are. But that don't, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm my daughter's favorite. So yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm I mean, saying? I'm my daughter's favorite too. That's not, bro. I am. You think so? Ask your wife. Ask my wife and ask my kids. She thinks you want to mind. It's cool though. She but she is. is. Yeah. Technically, we identical twins. We, we have the same, same DNA. DNA. We could go on Maury. I could go with his wife. He could go with my wife and they kids and my kids and they'll say, we the father, we the father so, yeah. yeah. So I got three daughters. He got three daughters. Well, Couldn't yeah. make no son. I always wondered about that. No, yeah, yeah. we everything identical except for uh, our fingerprints, and they so close that the police might be like, ah, uh, fuck it. It just the right <laughs> it's like so one of y'all can't do something. He'd be like this, bro. What was you doing? You got me hammed up. Yeah, like he they ain't got his DNA because we had caught well, it technically, case, but, but yeah, technically they don't got his. But I, I had took a plea, and you know they do all that. So now if we do crime. 
we we not criminals no more. Yeah, we live on the right side of the law. <laughs> yeah, but they could come pick him up, like yeah. straight up. They could come pick him up, which is always gonna be the great, the best defense ever. ever. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Yeah, so yeah, so like I was saying though, like I so I explained it to her like the real because I was thinking one day I was like, damn, am I preparing her? Am I making sure she has a good childhood or am I preparing her like to be a great adult? Because you're an adult. If you live long enough, you're going to be an adult more. So I was riding with her one day and I asked her, like, did I teach you anything? Like, you just go remember, like, mm-hmm. you go be with your kids one day and you go be like, my daddy taught me that. She's like, you teach me to be responsible and you tell me what I'm supposed to know. So I was like, OK, that's a little cool, but. But you ain't taught her how to cut no grass or no <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, because. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying, so, though? Because our grandfather taught us gardening. Okay. And then everything that my grandfather didn't teach us how to work with our hands, my uncle taught me and my grandfather taught him. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I'd be at work and I'd be doing some shit and I'd be like, damn, my uncle taught me that. Like, it, it, I know how to do this shit, but then I'd be like, or my uncle told me that this Skills, was, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah some shit that like always skills. Remember, and I'm like, damn, like, am I teaching her that? Because, I mean, oh, having but a you good childhood. Though. You yeah, cooking, she, she said that too. Uh, but, you know, having a good childhood is essential, especially if you ain't had what you thought was a good childhood. Right. But I was like, damn, like, it's like how we said, like, damn, we really parents. Like, so I feel like I really have to prepare her because I got, like, a daughter and she, like, pretty and, like, I don't never want to feel like a nigga took advantage of her because some shit I ain't tell her and, stuff like that mm-hmm. and i'd be like i mean we even self-defense and everything like th- this shit real like her and her mom and them they jump in the ride they might go to chicago and everything and then i'd be like am i nervous or did i teach them what to do in case something happened you feel what i'm saying yeah. so i send the mace but the mace look like a gun and i send you feel what i'm saying because i gotta prepare them because go ahead but here's the thing though like like gary v like i love gary v you got too many expectations yeah because you think that you were in control no, no, I don't yeah, even yeah, see, expect see, it. I, I, I just see, said, I kind of feel like that too. There's nothing I literally you can just do read about that. It. You ever you ever read a book called Power versus Force or Force Force versus Power? I've heard of it. You got that? Yeah, I got it. I got it. And like that's something that my man say. He said we are under delusion that no matter what, that we have some form of control of anything. Don't. We, you don't control nothing. That's right now. If this building wanted to fall, it can it's just over fall. It's over. There's it. nothing nobody could have did to prepare us for Which that. Which is why you have to do what you feel is good in your heart, right? Because you and then, and then on top of that, it's impossible to teach her everything, right? Because just like you just said, like you may teach her how to cook, cut grass, do everything, right? But she needed to know how to handle herself when a tornado comes. There's no (laughs) way you would know that, right? There's no way because it's impossible. First of all, it's too many outside variables, and then you don't know everything. Yeah, I know a lot though. I'm saying it's like you, you can't have no expectations. So that's why when I do things and I tell you something, I'm like, bro, I'm like, listen, you got a clothing line, right? Like, I know this, right? But what you didn't expect was is like it wasn't a clothing line that was an issue, it was the money issue. That's way yeah, out yeah, of I, my control. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have no expectations. I, 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 yeah, I, I get I, it. I don't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't. And because when you start living like that, you get, start living. You start enjoying real, life. Yeah, right, like, because expectations, living. that's how you, everybody who's ever been hurt by something has yeah, expected. Like, even even with rappers or whatever, they plan exactly how it's supposed to go. I'm going to drop this song. I'm going to meet Jay-Z. He go jump on the remix yeah. and all of that. And then, like, they drop the song. They meet Jay-Z. He walk right past him. He forget him. But the song's still hot. So in they heart, they... They hurt. I ain't gonna push this song no more because this no, didn't right. happen no, like that. that oh no, man, you just gotta, you just gotta go out there. You, you just gotta do it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and, and, and I, I can actually say like we are two people who definitely like just live in the moment. How I come, good or bad. I can tell. Anybody bro. who come in our life, like 
if you came in my life for an hour, I appreciate that hour if I never see right. you again. You feel what I'm saying? Just shit like that. And, and it go a lot smoother because we used to have expectations about, uh, I wouldn't even say not just entertainment, a plethora of different shit. Like, damn, and then when shit don't go, like, I only know how to garden because I expected my granddaddy to give me $5 to buy a Ninja Turtle van. And he said, no, you can work for it. I was crushed, but then I learned the skill. Good looking. You feel what I'm saying? And through that skill, we all, like, we was, like, you hear people tell stories about their childhood. Like, I don't got a I missed a meal story. Like, I we always ate. We yeah. always had money and shit because we were not even our money. like no rich shit. Like, like we yeah, can like, always feed ourselves. People think right. when you say you got money, they mean like yeah. no, my nigga, like I'll go to work after <laughs> school and Friday my grandfather would make sure the money was there. So technically we've been in the workforce for 32 years we 37 right. years so right. like we've been literally and that's why when we used to say shit like well we go retire when 40 people ain't get it because they only thinking like from 16 and it's like my nigga i've been working since i was five years old like i used to run a rotor tiller when i was like 10 and that's uh that's a that's, that's a crazy dress. Dress. that's a grown man <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying that's that's I, I, like when you look back i'm like damn grandpa's was scurvy that nigga <laughs> running a rotor tiller nah i just we just met you uh for the urban podcast event but like how, how long have y'all been together uh well can I, we say y'all together on the mic i already said it go yeah it's <laughs> you shot it up. hey look i've never <laughs> seen a couple like had so much fun on twitter like i swear oh, to god man. like i'm telling you they be on twitter <laughs> oh yeah they, they talk about how you get the twitter popping and make me want to join the shit i ain't on twitter i hear this <laughs> nigga talking about it my hey. brother like dog hey. she put out a back call this Thousand motherfuckers oh, in the group. Like I saw that shit, yeah. <laughs> but but like, they really like be having, months. yeah, they be having like yeah. a lot of fun. Now, I ask like how long y'all been together because, I mean, well, now that I know that, like I see mm-hmm. like a, a positive change in you. Like, how did him coming into your life uh, help that positive change? Why y'all gonna get him this gas today? <laughs> but it ain't gas. <laughs> but it's real though. You know what though? I'm gonna be honest with you though. Like my wife always tell me, like, like you a real motherfucker. Like I don't know where I'd be without you, but. She started my career in retail, so I'd be like, "No, you a real motherfucker." Right. I don't know where I'd be when I She you. helped me just as much as I helped. Her. Yeah, yeah, it's you know a two way street. Balance, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, like the way I used to handle uh situations before we started dating, like he's the one that instilled that whole like look at it as half full type of thing. Because I will always be focused on the negative, like something go wrong. I'm like, man, fuck that because this happened, <laughs> now this happened, now I gotta worry about this, this. So you a Murphy's like, Law, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And he, like, just really just helped me through that because I done went through a lot. Like, from the very beginning, like, I always bring this up. Like, we started dating in May, the end of May of 2018. The very first week in June, I had my surgery when I got my partial, uh, my partial splenectomy or whatever. He was at the hospital. You brand new. Don't even know me for real. You didn't have to come or, like, even acknowledge it. You could have been like, oh, shit, well, bitch, hit me when you heal. Like, <laughs> like but, most motherfuckers would. Right. That, and that's, I'm not going to say you know, most motherfuckers. Well, see. most motherfuckers, and then it's a nigga who stand out or a person right. who stand yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, but, I'm cut first like of all, that too. Uh, about the glass half full shit. I just look at it as a glass, and this is why. Because whether it's half empty or if it's half full, you got to drink from it if that glass is meant for you. Mm-hmm. That's just how I see it. So, her negative way of looking at things it was just something that was embedded in her for whatever reason for whatever expectation you had that hurt your feelings and now everything is always a negative but you it's still a glass in front of you you still got whether it was negative or positive you still grabbed the glass glass. and that's what i told her i was like yeah it's here yeah so like what you gonna do what you gonna do that's always his question what you gonna do and and do nothing 
or use that energy that right, you're Right, because it's the with. same energy. The it's, same. It's just, yeah, yeah, and like, I say shit something. like that, too, because, well, I, well I, like, I just retired from uh, retail. <laughs> but Congratulations. The mo- thank again. you. The most of my time was spent in management. So when you in management, like, you really see, like, you got to deal with everybody else probably. Problem, somebody yeah. else call off, you got to fix that. If yeah. a motherfucker parent pass, you got to fix that. Whatever, because you they look to you for leadership, and I just used to be like, yo, we coming at everything from a positive standpoint, mm-hmm. no matter what happened. And that when you come to work. A, yeah, yeah, because he was a manager, not to cut you off, but uh, the positive type of impact you had on my life. Uh, I was a team leader at work, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, I'm always having these problems. These motherfuckers harass me or whatever. And he was like, uh, yeah, bro, it just sound like you're not a good team leader. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, do you do this? Do you do this? But these are management skills that he's already incorporated. They know they work. Sure. So I started going to work. I started doing that shit. Boom. Now I'm a great team leader. And I'm like, but you bitches are still harassing me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's because your harassment is not coming from, from your team. team. Yeah, you it's not coming. But I, like, I seen it like, okay, I could see how y'all feel this way if that was the old, the, yeah. the old style. Now that I done changed up, it's y'all who didn't change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even with that, like you can't just cause you find something that you can do don't mean everybody can find it. So I actually manage that way because you know if you're good by how people act when you're not around. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And we used to have to go out of town and shit. And I'm the type of manager, like, if I know you got something coming up, I don't want you to use your vacation days, right? So I'd be like, listen, you go hard. Well, we got to do 40 hours. You 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 work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all day. I'm mm-hmm. going to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all day. That way you go be off. You got your time in. You don't have to worry about using your vacation days because when right. it's vacation time, nigga, take a vacation. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But I did that with my managers and the other people. I know your birthday coming up or like uh, one of my people, she like really love Chris Brown. So like you don't have to take off. You feel what I'm saying? I just know Chris Brown coming up. I won't put you on a schedule. Right. That way you don't lose no money because you usually work Friday and what? This nigga in town on Friday. No, you just go work this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But what I used to, I used to come that way because I feel like some of these people, this their first job. They don't know. Yeah. Some of these people might not have no positive father figure because I only might be seven years older than a motherfucker, but that don't mean I'm not a fatherly He's example because they see yeah. it like, damn, like, nigga, I used to take my daughter to work. I worked on Grand River and Greenfield. Mm-hmm. But you, you but, feel what I'm but, saying? But doing that as a as a leader or manager or whatever or supervisor, right, guess what you just did, though? Oh, well, my, my saying is the coach lasts longer than the player, and I got that from Steve LaBelle because I knew if I taught you something that you can teach somebody something, I can walk in that company five years later or see you five years later and you now you in a position of management and you taught them something that I taught you. And not so even that, my DNA but that, on that. But that told too. But on top of that, that's that's like the deep, deep part. But the the simple the, the simple version of it is is like you tell me, you be like, bro, don't don't even worry about coming in on Friday, like E forty coming in town. Guess what I'm gonna do now? I'm gonna be like, so you gonna put me on a schedule somewhere? So when I come in Saturday, because I'm supposed to be off Saturday, but I was supposed to be working Friday, I'm working twice as hard. And now. that's what I do because, like I said, the, the telltale sign especially is, like, what you doing out here. And then, like, we used to go out of town and shit, and that's when they send the secret shoppers and shit. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And the, the heads of the company would come back, yo, your, your staff is phenomenal. I couldn't even tell you what near. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, your staff phenomenal. Like, they did everything better than they were supposed to, to a T. So I'm like, and I used to tell other managers that, too. Like, let's look, y'all stores and shit in disarray because look how you treat your people. Yeah. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You got a problem with an assistant manager, send them to me for a week. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I bet you I get them in shape and shit. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But that's just because I felt like that's, I treat people really how I want to be treated. You feel what I'm saying? Even like, the people I treat fucked up. I, I could see, like, okay, I could see why somebody would treat me like that. Like, yeah. it, it, like I'm not a... 
positive nigga where like everything is positive. Like even the bitches I used to like shade and be mean to. Then when I want to fuck with a bitch and she shade and mean, I've done it. Boom, that's the universe. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and damn, now it's because I treated such and such like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I ain't gonna apologize to that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even if I if even if I felt like I treated you negatively, negatively, I leave you with a positive, some type of positive. I mean, I tell a bitch, hey, read a book. You you trying to do this? This a good book for you to read. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't really fuck women over and shit like that. I mean, we used to, yeah, yeah, we used to, so I could see that. But then I'm like, yeah, you gotta grow, but you gotta understand the growth too. You feel what I'm saying? And it's not even because I had daughters and shit. Like me and my wife, we had like really deep conversations and shit. And I'd be like, damn, I wonder, do women feel like that about me? Like he really fucked me over. Like you feel what I'm saying? Because some people can't like let that shit go. So I'm like, damn, I wonder, like, is it somebody sitting around like, yo, that nigga really fucked me over and I couldn't get over? Do you feel like that about anybody though? Really fucked me over. Yeah, like a no, bro. Not really. Yeah. No, not, not. I feel like some bitches did some shiesty shit. Well, what's shiesty though? Because a bitch ain't never stole from me. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm about to say just with my feelings, like nothing like physical. Like that. Well, like, that's because they uh they feel like you don't feel, man. You yeah, feel yeah, yeah, you I display that. that. But yeah. I, hey, listen, man. I ain't never been a nigga to act like I don't love no women. Yeah, that's yeah, all I, I love. Yeah, you feel? Yeah. You know, because nigga be like, fuck a bitch, no nigga, fuck, fuck your homie. Yeah, I will fuck. You feel? I'll be not a hoe. That's how like some gay shit to me. Yeah, like that's not my thing. Like I got a core group of motherfuckers who I fuck with, but even they might do some shit because people just not used to what you used to. Me and my brother in, in real life, like we don't have sex with other niggas, women because we've been having sex a long time. So I. T- Tell a chick like this. I guarantee, like I probably fuck somebody who pussy feel like yours. You've never had a dick like mine, or can do what I can do. So I'm not gonna fuck your home, your your girl. I'm your man's bro. Like even if we just met, I shook your hand before. I never, I fuck never try to fuck your girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know some niggas, because some niggas be like, oh, I'm a, I know a nigga right now. He live off fucking a nigga bitch, and then told me like. He got mad because the nigga fucked this bitch when they were together. Well, that ain't your bitch, my nigga, for one. <laughs> and right. I also go with the flow, bro. I don't own one person in this world. You feel what I'm saying? So it's no such thing as fucking my bitch. It's her pussy. She can do what she want with it. Will I be upset? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Because what if I was out fucking the bitch? See, and that's what I t- <laughs> see. It, that's a whole different kind. Because we and her was talking about the same thing, but that's a whole other episode. Like, I would say the same thing, like, bro, like, like, do I want you out here smashing other niggas? No. no. Like, absolutely not. Like, I'm never going to condone that. But what but, can I do but, about but, it? But, but, no, not even that. Like, but you human. Because I believe the monogamy is the dumbest shit. My nigga, monogamy I is a homosexual... Like, European concept, man. That is a homosexual European concept. That shit, bro. Great. Like, Listen, so you bro. mean to tell me that <laughs> out of seven yeah, billion wanna... people, yeah, I'm supposed... only supposed to like one person and only be with the like it ain't even set up that way. Right. And I'm also believe like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Like I told my wife, we'll fall out more about finances than you cheating on me. Because yeah. if we plan on being together for the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. that it's gonna be a, it's, it's gonna what, whatever whatever you think cheating is. You know what I'm saying? Like I could think cheating is like straight up sex yes. you could think cheating is going out to dinner so that's gonna happen right you know what i'm saying like because <laughs> that's real well that me and my real. wife practice polygamy you feel what i'm saying well, we ain't got there yet but you, i remember you when you when well you, i wasn't there though you yeah feel like, I, like, like i seen the transition like his that, wife was a straight up super christian caught the holy ghost before yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but then like but through our conversations <laughs> you deep dive and be like well did you go to church because you want to because at one point i went to church because i wanted to yeah. and then i met some great people in church and then i said this shit ain't even real to me like this right. sound like a this sound like a harry potter book you feel what i'm saying yeah. and so i'm like i ain't with church and we discovered islam and i took everything away from it but the the basic principles 
are human principles. They're not even religious principles. You treat people how you want to be treated. You call people brother and sister because we are connected somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm not your I'm not your brother isn't from the same parent, but we like my nigga, like everybody got the same organs. Like you right. born with, you know, if you're a female, you got ovaries. If you're a male, you don't. You feel what I'm saying? So if you treat people how you want to be treated, you it don't matter. You feel, you feel what I'm saying? But like right. well, even when we start practicing polygamy, she 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 not only with it, she kind of bring it to me. And I was like, but are you really okay with that? You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because uh, if you okay with it, you know I'm okay with it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And she was like, the thing is, I would be foolish to uh, think that somebody else didn't deserve this type of treatment. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. I, I treat my wife really well. You feel what I'm saying? From a mental standpoint, you feel what I'm saying? Financially, we do pretty well and all of that. But she was like, I would be a fool to think that you feel what I'm saying? Be, but that's giving and that's loving. And she was like, the issue you really have is that women don't think you being serious when you display these actions and i was like how you and know she, she was saying she said i she wasn't was serious i didn't think you were serious nigga she tried to ghost me you feel what i'm right. saying but i just didn't let it happen this was early on me and my wife didn't go together none of that shit we this knew each other married one day we knew each other because oh her uh her older sister mm-hmm. got kids by i'm a, it's my older brother but i got twin sisters who, we got the same father and it's like the twilight zone so we got an older sister who three years older than us then i got twin sisters who got an older brother who three years older than them. So mm. straight Twilight Zone was really on the other side of town and we don't even live in a big town. And uh, he got kids by her sister. Now, what's crazy is my father, he didn't raise nobody, right? <laughs> <laughs> but her brother has so much that he's taken away from my father that I can say like he impacted him because he'd be like, no, your daddy taught me that. I'm like, damn, this nigga taught you mad shit. Right. <laughs> nigga taught me to like carry guns. You feel what I'm saying? Hella life skills. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And uh, so that's how it was. So we knew of each other and we got reconnected on MySpace. Right. So wow. we got reconnected. She was in college and shit. And he we, was lonely because I was out. Yeah, that's what it was though. Like that nigga was living with a bitch. I never lived with a bitch. I was at the crib with my mom uh, in the basement. So we met on MySpace in on in January, at the end of January. We got married on March 9th. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm like, she was like, what made you ask me to marry you? I was like, she's like, that's a like really spontaneous, like that's not a spontaneous decision. That's like people go together forever. I was like, well, shit, I felt like uh, if I ever had kids, you're the type of mother that I would want them to be. I knew you was good with kids because you got like all type of nieces and nephews and shit. And, and I had siblings under her. Yeah, mad siblings under her. And I was like, shit, I just felt like I, I knew what I wanted. And she was yeah. like, most people wouldn't do that. I said, I ain't most people. Right. Right. Put <laughs> me in the motherfucking point nine 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 percent Don't put me <laughs> yeah, in the 90 But, that, but yeah. that's, what I'll be, that's what I was telling her. Like, it's like people think finding the right person is easy. Like, you have a better chance of hitting a lottery every single day for a whole month than finding the, the, right, the right person. person. Mm-hmm. And even that right person that you choose to be with, they still not going to be perfect. Yeah, you got to make, make it has sure to be right, right for, for your you. future. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's right, right. right for your, or however you live your life. Like me and my wife, I've known my wife uh, 20-something years. We met in, in <laughs> no, straight up, we met in, uh, she was in eighth grade, I was in 10th grade, but we went to a high school that the junior high was there. So boom, we Trash. met then. But, like, we were friends for so long. We were grown the first time we even thought about getting at each other. You know what I'm saying? And we always been friends through that. So I'm like, yo, at the very least, I need a friend more than I needed anything else. Because, like, she would be going with people, telling me what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then we had a daughter. And, like, we were co-parenting, like, 
on the highest level of co-parenting I ever seen. I used to go over her house straight up and get in the bed with her and my daughter, and it was nothing sexual about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I that, hope so, because your daughter was in the bed. But you know what I'm saying? I'm that, that, that takes like a certain level of discipline, right. a, a like discipline it, and respect. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like I got a key to her place, she got a key to my place, but we're not in a <laughs> like stalking to see if a nigga coming over. Right? It ain't even right. a thought. Yeah, it's not even a Weird thought man. of that. Like because. <laughs> right. If I'm supposed to come get the baby and I'm not there, the likelihood is something happened to me and I'm like at home. Like you mm-hmm. might not want to discover what's on the other side of the door, but my brother not knowing I'm supposed to come get the baby. So he don't think oh I got to talk to him at one. So it was for stuff like that. And then I was just like one day we was talking. And I'm like, yo, what you want to do? They're like, I'm going to go roll with whatever you want, because it can only if it's. If so we, what if she would have been like, well, I want to marry Jim, but I still want you to be in the baby life. But she could come over <laughs> on the weekends. What would you have to say? Because you said, just said, yeah, right, 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 right. I would have said, okay, you can marry Jim, and uh, she could go over to y'all house on the weekends. Okay. Yeah, because we strong believers, and our baby's not package deals. Like, if I'm not with my wife, and you want to be with my wife, that's, that's not a package deal. Because my daughter has a father who she yeah. can come live with. And yeah, because I've seen a man be a single dad, like, and the daughter go over her mom's house on Christmas yeah. and all that. So yeah, that I had that in my family too. Yeah, because so, I, you know, you hear I, I was reading one time, and all the ladies was talking about my kids a package deal. Well, that's because your nigga ain't around. You feel what I'm saying? They oh, so father it's, it's not by, around. By default. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course they a package deal. The kids don't got nowhere to go. See, <laughs> like even in even in our situation, because she has Cinco and she's got AJ, I like Shout out to AJ. Like the, 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 the crazy part is is that Cinco, his father, I knew him way before I knew him. We went to we went to college together. Yeah. So when it all doubled back, and I'm like, why well, I'm like why is Cinco? I'm like that. And I'm thinking while we kind of talking, I'm like, man, that's something familiar. And then she was like, yeah, Fred. And I'm like, no. Nah. And then she was like, yeah, he was on Facebook. That, that, his name is Freddie Sub-Zero. I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, I go to. I know this thing. I'm like, ah. Oh. Right. So there's a respect. So like when I went to talk to him, I told him flat out, I said, bro, let me tell you something. First of all, I will never be his father. Right. I will never take that away from you. He has a bonus dad. Yeah, that's what we say too. They bonus kids. Cause, so the rule of thumb with our polygamy, right? If you have, we got two kids, so you can have up to two, but you got to be open to at least one more just in case I want to have kids or just in case you want to have kids. Who are you talking about? The, the person who coming in? The person who coming in. See, I got two kids, me and my wife. Okay. So they can have two kids. You right. feel what I'm saying? But if you got three and live really well, we'll take it. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But because. It's an exception to the rule. Yeah, right. But you got to be open to have another one because at the end of the day, me and my wife been together for 12 years. And you still feel like, some people still have feelings like, am I infringing on a marriage? And it's like, well, no, nah, because then, then that's what we explain to him. Like, just like I met you, that's the same way I met her. You feel what I'm saying? And how, the connection we have is going to be the connection we have. We might want to have kids one day. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? I got till I'm 38 and a half. I'm 37. I just turned that. But after that, I ain't having no more kids. But I, this is all stuff I explained well, who, up front. Who, 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 back to the, to the control thing. You have no control over that. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if that's I'm with you, that's age. my idea yeah. age. I mean, my nigga, you know me, nigga, 70 with a 40-year-old. If I'm on my way out, you could jump on at the hospital and then put a plug so I have what you feel See, when it comes to when we get to talking about because we really haven't mentioned the word polygamy so because she um, how can I put this in a political nigga I'm bisexual okay cool so like be, so for me like yeah, I, I didn't have group chat listen, too. crazy <laughs> 
listen, but that's neither here nor there. So for her, like for me, I didn't oh have my, my threesomes. I didn't have I like I was in the military. I didn't lived in Las Vegas. I didn't lived in Japan. I didn't done more in my life than most niggas are doing two lifetimes. Yeah. So I told her like when she brought it up, because I was like, wait a minute, I was like, as you like play gay or you like for real gay? And she yeah, was like, no, difference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She was like, no, I dated somebody like I was in a full-blown relationship so you know with the conversation comes she's like what you feel about threesome I'm like eh, you know whatever like because I'm I'm not pressed on it I'm like yeah. I just want to watch like yeah. give me a cigar yeah, see, because he ain't he ain't not don't say what up. I ain't done yeah, yeah, don't but, say <laughs> what I ain't done because you don't know okay <laughs> well no, no. I'm okay. way more advanced in the game no just because you had more or something don't mean you advanced nigga because my nigga I'm just saying you, it ain't you, about who did it first it's about who did it the best the my nigga, that's we all could, I'm we saying could, we can have we could threesome off in the room don't look at <laughs> we can see what's popping, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? We hey. can, we, my nigga, we can go get a, uh, a extended stay, not a short stay, <laughs> and we can get it popping. About nigga. to hash it all out. Now, so if y'all, if so, since you would identify as bisexual, mm-hmm. uh, so would y'all polygamy be okay? So ours is more like I got two women. They, it's cool if they like like each other. I would prefer that, but it's really like it don't. They don't have to be best friends. Right, some people got it where like they want their girls to be best friends and shit and shit like that. Like that's not necessarily a problem with me, but like you feel what I'm saying. I take it from uh, if y'all y'all not gonna disrespect each other. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Because women like kind of like the trouble and shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like we not gonna disrespect each other, and y'all go y'all gotta have some type of respect on the yeah. On but see, the that level. was the point I was gonna make. Like I told her, like. I done been in them situations to where it's like, yeah, I'm going to bring the chick in. And then now y'all got to get to know each other. No, I told her, I said, listen, if it ever is a threesome, we ever get into polygamy, you ever get into bringing another female in, you, bring you are the one that's yes, bringing Yes, yes. Because I don't want no yeah. smoke. Because, because you don't think they're like, oh, you just want to fuck. Yeah, or you you're in naturally as a woman, you're going to be like, where the fuck well, she I, come right, from? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, why yeah, you yeah. choose her? I, 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 I learned, learned that been, too. How long yeah. you been setting this up? How long you been fucking her? Because no matter what, you could... Yeah, so I feel if the same I had to though, I take one for the team and fuck her first. You feel <laughs> but I, I had one a, for the team. I just recently had a conversation with a female, and because I'm I'm usually straightforward when I meet women. Like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like, don't be surprised. Like, I do have a dude. I'm in a relationship. This ain't just no nigga I'm fucking on. Like, I have a man. Just so you know. And I was telling the girl, like, you know, uh, I want to. Like, I want us to have sex. I want my dude to watch. You know, I want us to possibly have a threesome, whatever, whatever. And she was like, well, you know, she was like, what if our chemistry ain't right? She was like, maybe me and you should have sex first. And then if we feel comfortable to let him watch, then we can do that. She's like, but I'd rather have sex with you first. I'm like, but that's a little oh, tricky. That sounds like she just tried to run the game on <laughs> that's you. That's why I was like, like uh, she's trying to finesse. I was like, let's let's fuck. see. But like we've been like talking and conversing and everything. But I, she been, yeah, bitch, if the chemistry ain't right with me and you, you got to go and I'm gonna fuck on you know in your words, not mine. Like you go right. fuck your nigga. Like, but my thing is, I'm like, I'm at the point in my life to where like, bro, I didn't done it all, dog. Like yeah. I have zero to prove to anybody else or myself. I didn't got the chick that everybody said they couldn't be got. I didn't. I sat on her for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> I sat. <laughs> Like, I, like, <laughs> and then eventually I I did what I needed to do. And well, then I mean, I said, when the time was she right, jumped in the DM. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I didn't. But so I believe you, bro. I don't even. No, I didn't. I'm about to tell you why I believe you. No, because everybody be on her. So if she tell the story that you jumped in her DM, everybody will believe her. And okay, you, so we we okay, cool. Yeah. We'll let everybody believe it. it no it's matter the truth. It's no, the, no matter how we got to no matter how we got to the house, we had to drive there. So you feel what I'm saying? And he he drove the boat. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, be a captain of the ship. Me. You got to lead the boat. So listen, uh, like, how do you feel like music play 
into it when you try to uh when you're trying to get over like some issues you may mm-hmm. have so the thing because the thing is everybody got some type of mental issue whatever yes. it may be like they battle with something mentally you know what i'm saying so with that being said like how do how does music play into helping you over the hurdle <laughs> how do music play into helping you over the hurdle well i'll go watch you doing that like music for me man like dmx slipping yeah listen that will forever be top 10 greatest songs to me because when me and my dad was into it i'm talking about fist fights yeah i'm whatever 13 whatever that you know whatever that i was at that age like like that song every word in that song like it just it resonated with me and it literally got me through a time there's other songs where like look music can be really good for you really bad yeah i can't listen to uh I can't listen to BG. It's all on me, Volume One, and that's because like it just takes me to a place. I, life, I, I'm yeah. I'm grown, bro, and it's all on me, Volume One. I might knock a nigga off. Yeah, it's all yeah. on you, Volume One. I might I'll, knock a nigga off. I hear the right song on that bitch, I, uh, and you step on my <laughs> shoes. Listen, I was I was I was in the military, and I had just broke up with my first for real girlfriend. I was madly in love. I was sitting on the dock. I had a, just made rank. I just made senior airman. I was E four. I had just made airman of the year. I got nominated for. Uh, I mean, airman of the month. I was nominated for airman of the year. I mean, everything in my professional life was right. I was sitting on the dock at Moody Air Force Base in Valdosta, Georgia. And when can I see you? That's the worst yeah. song yeah. <laughs> that you could have been playing at the time. So, like, music is you got to be careful, man. Yeah, yeah, music, yeah that's and it's because yeah. the frequency. And, and before yep, you answer, yep, try yep. before you answer. I actually feel like that's why so many young black males like running wild. It's the music we listen to, and it's the uh, the beats per minute that mm-hmm. we listen to it at. You feel what I'm saying? So if you listening to some shit that just get you going and upbeat, and you off a pill and whatever, you feel what yeah. I'm saying? But I feel like music. I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been like as I've been like growing and thinking and shit. I actually think C. Dolores Tucker may have been right in what she was trying to put when she said something about the music. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Because rap was always rap, but when that shit turned into quote unquote gangster rap, that's what really started. That's when the penitentiaries and shit got full and all of that shit. But like, what, like, how do music play into it for you? Because like, we know you big on the music. Yeah, like, uh, it definitely plays a role. Like, I won't listen to certain, of course, like certain songs when you're going through certain emotions because, like, of course, it'll, like, stand out even more. That's just, like, like i never forget, like, one of my childhood traumas is, like, a guy that my mom was dating when I was growing up. He, like, uh, he molested me or whatever. And I just remember, like, the one, I want to say it was the last time that it happened. I just remember, like, us being in a room, and i never fucking forget. It was Angie Stone, uh, uh... No More Rain in This Cloud was playing in the background. And every fucking, like, I can't even listen to that song because every time Yo, I hear it. I can't it, listen to Color Me Bad. I want to sex you up because when I was 10, a 13-year-old girl made me have sex with her. And that song was yep. on the radio. And wow. I, I cannot every listen time, to that shit, dog. But when I'm down my lowest, I can listen to Eshan Dead Flowers. And that shit just makes me you so up. happy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a dark album, yo. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. the music, yeah. Yeah. I, but it's also how the how the music is made. Like you were saying with these with these new niggas out here and the music that they're making, you gotta understand, and I don't mention no names, little baby, whatever the names are, right? Like you don't, know what don't, I'm saying? Don't, don't say little baby. Ooh, I fuck with little baby. I'm just saying, like yeah. whoever it is, like yeah. the, the you gotta understand like the mentality that they have while they in there. So they off the perks and they high and they drunk. So that energy and the frequency that they putting into that mic and it's being recorded, right? So when it play back, that same frequency is going into your ear. And even if you 
you not? Because listen, let me tell you something. That uh uh the Pac uh come on, help me out. I'm I got so many songs in my head right now. That nigga say, nigga, fuck bad boy. Yeah. Fuck hit him like, up. Yeah, hit him up like. That, that energy, energy. Yeah, that I don't care. Yeah. When you hear that, you could be having a great up. day. You could hit the lottery. <laughs> right, it's like, like fuck them niggas. You could have just hugged your mama. You could have <laughs> just helped the old lady cross the street. That shit, come on, you ready to fuck some shit up? Yeah, <laughs> oh, pop ballad of a dead soldier. When that shit come on, the way that nigga rapping, man, that nigga going that crazy. Energy, yeah, like yeah. I be driving. That shit. I can't listen I, to that I, shit. At yeah, work. I take it. As I grow, like certain, like because we got like a playlist, right? But as I grow, because we share we a playlist, shit off. I, I take too. that shit off because I'm like I'm not here no more in my life. So a song I never take off because this is my favorite song is Tila Incredible, and the the song is so great. But then I was talking about it. So basically, in the song, he meet a lady, her name Brenda Spencer, and I asked him what happened to her on the gram, and he responded because I just want to feeling that because he don't want to bring it up. So memories. he yeah. he meet her, and basically the sex so incredible, like he out of his element and he's stalking her, right? But I just take that song, and it's like I want to be out of my element and something I love so much that it make me a better person. So it might be like the work I'm about to venture off into. I just now I start to use it for what I want it for. You feel what I'm saying? But some songs you just can't do that because that fucking. Listen either. to that incredible. Are you up on that song? Pull that up on your YouTube. Yeah, and just so when just, y'all leave, but it's just he talking about sex because I never want to meet Brenda Spencer. Fuck no, that's or that, somebody that, like yeah, it. You know, <laughs> I want to meet her. No, wait, no, wait till you hear the song. <laughs> hey, look, I want to meet her, but but, it's but just, here's the thing though. Another thing as well, and I know y'all can can relate to this in a, in some way. Like like when you a kid, what you eating? So that's your diet, right? So your diet doesn't always consist of what you are consuming, right? It's, it's what food. you consume it's everywhere. Ev- everywhere. Yeah. Like what you hear, what you eat, the, the people that you Well, around. that's exactly why I don't watch First 48 because I know the murder Can't scene do is what, what do it for me. You feel what I'm I don't, saying? I, I couldn't watch Oz. Yeah, I'm like, I've never seen yeah, it. I, I don't, yeah, I've never I, seen it. Anything like, that puts you inside prison, the penitentiary, I, I won't watch. I don't want to be, and here's the thing, I don't want to become desensitized to like, oh, going to jail ain't shit. Yeah, because it is something, my nigga. Like you're away from your family and away from your kids. But that's why I don't watch army movies either. Like because like what you were saying, like I know there's no way you could watch Saving Private Ryan. No, listen. Because I seen that first scene and I couldn't even watch the movie no more. I watched American Sniper. I was on a date. Yeah. And I never forget I was on a date. Because that's a recent movie. Yeah. I had been out of that side of things, uh, out of the active part, right? I watched American Sniper. I'm cool. I'm on a date. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool. Like, yeah, whatever. So it's a scene where he gets on the plane and he's coming back and they have all the caskets with the flags on it. And it just instantaneous i just started crying bro i've never in my whole entire life cried at a movie like i mean i was bawling because, right bro, for you that was real because, you've seen that because again you were search and rescue right i mean search and rescue but yeah. i also went to services where i do mortuary affairs so honor guard where you see the niggas out there with the yeah. three shots folding the casket handing handing a mother a flag of her son or daughter that's 18 years old that gave their life for the country and seeing the pain because it's like, dang, you gave the ultimate. Right. You can't, there's nothing on the planet that can make you okay with that. I don't care who you are. And I had to deal with that. And then seeing that in the movie and knowing that those 12 people that are on that airplane, because I didn't been on that airplane. I didn't, yeah. I didn't been that, I didn't been him, like we're sitting on the airplane and you flying from California to, to Florida to, to, to deliver 
the message the message to to somebody about like i was balling bro so like you're right like yeah, certain movies yeah, I like watch, I, I i never i used to, I, like when the first 48 started coming on and people was hyping it up i'm like yeah. nigga you must ain't never been out there like like for real i seen a, a, a brain outside the top of the head like like a nigga knocked on the door he ain't even he knocking on the door to buy some crack a nigga was in there killing some motherfuckers opened the door shot him in the head close the door back finish killing everybody else you feel what i'm saying so it's like that's crazy and that's the type of shit they show on the first 48 though but uh, we kids watching this yeah that's what i'm saying like a nigga 13 14 so even with just regular death like we very desensitized because i've been knowing people who died since probably seventh grade and then close friends but we also live we live in a fast food generation i call us the fast food or microwave generation because information comes at us so like we know what's going on on the other side of the world world. so fast and like that's why these kids now it don't like yolo that whole because back in the day like yolo to us was jumping off the The roof the roof (laughs) right that was the most now Yolo is is like I'm about to go shoot all these niggas like, right. because that information gets to them way faster the more raw adult shit you know what I'm saying so like to wrap this up like uh, we gonna go this way you feel gonna start with you yeah. right. so do you feel like it, that people well not people but whatever issues you struggle with because that's your struggle because we don't even struggle with the same issues people just think because we twins automatically and shit like that mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a real question I mean this is a real question I asked my wife I said do you think the hoes think that uh me and my brother treat women the same? <laughs> Just because we twins. Yeah, you feel what I'm question. saying? Because good or bad, though, like you feel yeah, what I'm saying? I was like, hard on them hoes, though. Yeah, man. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so but I, but the question was, yeah. like, damn, you think they'd be like, no, nah, that nigga SJ was pretty hard. Like, you, you, you might have blocked some pussy for me. It's basically what I'm saying by yeah. mistreating the hoes. Yeah. But like, that's just <laughs> shit, like me you and my wife talk about. You're right. Uh, but uh, do you feel like you would ever stop having them issues? Because even though that was traumatic. Yeah, I feel like I would stop having the issues. It's just like, uh, I got it. Like, okay, so well, we not even gonna call them issues because they just—they not even issues because issues sound. Yeah, yeah, that's well, what I was, Yeah, but do but you? Think I feel you like ever, yeah, I'll be able to get over it because therapy allows me to talk to someone who could be judging me, but I don't give a fuck if you're judging me or not because you actually work for me. So, right. but I'm not going to therapy for my uh, therapist to be like, hey, you're going to be a good person. This is going to work in your favor. I'm just getting the shit out because I didn't even know it was yeah. there. So I don't. I'm like some people go to therapy in hopes of the therapist telling them. You got it. You're yeah. on the right path. I I don't I don't necessarily want to change. I just want to adjust and grow. Now that I've identified what is I feel like is wrong with me, and now I know what triggers it, what doesn't, and go from there. I'm not well, looking to be well, like. Since some, you've been going, have you identified? It? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got mad problems, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but do do not do they stem from childhood? Because most people, it, uh, yeah, most well, people's situations uh, they in the, does stem yeah. from childhood. Yeah, yeah. So just to because I can be totally transparent about my life. You know Sex what I'm time saying? Use that yeah. word. Because it's a difference. Honesty and transparency are two different different things. And people don't know that. So honesty is if I ask you a question, you tell me the truth. Transparency is me just telling you the truth. And that's just the truth. It's not like you didn't have to. Did you fuck her? Yeah, I fucked her, but then I I didn't I just stopped that. Yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, yeah. like I fucked her, her homegirl, her sister. Like that's transparent. Half truth. Yeah, yeah. So honesty is really half truth if you're not Super gonna be transparent. So I learned like okay, so as a kid. Uh, my father went to jail when we was like what six, uh, no, seven, because he yeah. got out when we was like. So he went to jail when we were seven, but that was actually 
up until seven, my parents were married. We were in the same household. They were having their own problems, but we would never know that. That was the happiest time of my life. So when my dad went to jail, that was the beginning of us being on our own. Like, you know what I'm saying? Technically. So by the time he came back home and they got divorced or whatever, we were already three years in with you not there. You know what I'm Mm. saying? So instead of embracing the happiness that I felt while we were together, I hated all of those things. So I hated the holidays. I hated going to uh, carnival, everything that we ever did. I hated it instead of embracing it. And if I would have embraced those things, I would have been a much more loving person. But I grew up as the type of motherfucker like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I ain't got no family. We've been off the porch since we was 10 years old. But then to learn who my dad was... Once we learned who my dad really was through like growing up and shit, yeah. we was going to be off the porch when we was 10, 11 years old anyway. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is we didn't know. They already knew. So when we would get in trouble and shit, it really wasn't a big deal. And then like as a kid, you're getting in trouble for attention. Like you're crying out. And your, my mom like, y'all got all A's though. Like it's hard to be mad at a nigga for slapping somebody and getting put out of school when you got all he A's. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Therapy has opened up, like, for me to realize, like, okay, so now that I'm married, I don't want my daughter to feel like that. So I just try to do good, positive, happy things. But I still yeah. be on her head, like me and my daughter go. But we. So listen, we though, I, see, I find out so much new shit about this nigga every day. <laughs> it's, it's so, did, yeah, did, so you, you feel like, was you mad at me? No, because I never felt like it was your fault, though. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, well, that was one of my issues. Well, like, that was one of the things. Oh, things. you can't say that. You can't, yeah, you can't I was just, that. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. But that was one, like that same situation is one of the, the things that I, I've dealt with. But you know what? That About that situation, though, like, okay, so we take our daughters to the same daycare, and where, where this situation happened there with my dad, like, it's in the same apartment complex where the daycare is, right? Mm-hmm. So I would drive past that situation every day I went to drop my daughter off, and then another situation happened at that very spot that caused my little cousin to get put out of school because I had to harm somebody for her. You know what I'm saying? So every day I'm driving past this spot and I'm subconsciously seeing it. I'm yeah. seeing it every day. So one day we went to pick up the I went to pick up the kids with him and this nigga took a whole different route. Like it literally never crossed my mind just to turn off earlier, turn off. And ever since then, I never even thought about it again. That's the same mm-hmm. route I take. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. thanks for showing me that, man. I, I don't know a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm really the big, big brother, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You're, no, 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 you're no. the younger brother. I'm but, the oldest brother. But I'm you the big are brother. bigger, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're fat. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> hey, my <laughs> wife like it. A couple prospects we got like it. Yeah, but you still fat, <laughs> And I need that fucking bike, man. I gave you this. <laughs> dog, I told you I'm going to ride that bitch to work. It ain't even been hot enough. It's been fucking raining and all that yeah, shit. Listen, I got a poncho. He retired now. So he, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> yeah, I got to get back in shape. So so what about you? Uh, my answer is no. Like, I, I, I honestly believe that I'll be, or was it yes? <laughs> like, I don't know what the question was. Well, do you think that you could ever stop whatever triggered you? Because, like, that movie was. Yeah. Trigger because yeah. you've been there and stuff like that. It's a process, right? Yeah. And so the process is is identifying what triggers you, right? But we live in a society. We was we not just talking about this this morning? Me and my girl, like people are so quick to judge you, and like we live in a society where people don't want to like they're afraid to say something, right? Because we talk about the LGBT community, we talk about the black community, we talk about all these other communities. Like you have to be able to be comfortable and find that person. For me. Like, I don't have no problem being vulnerable, right? Yeah, me neither. I'm, and so yeah. people think that being vulnerable means you're being weak. And it, and like, and as soon as more and more people get around and say, hey, listen, bro, like, the reason why, Q, 
the reason why you have problem with commitments and are afraid of marriage, not because you can't love somebody, it's because you have an issue with your mom and dad divorcing when you were 10. Because your dad is Superman and your mama's Wonder Woman, and you said, damn, if they can't make it. Right, right, right. So, right, so in my head, so now me at 12, 13, 14, now I'm not ever committing to a woman because I'm afraid that I'm gonna lose. Not that it's not gonna be good, that, that at some the point end, it, it's, it has gonna to be, end. it's gonna end, right? So, like, identifying those issues. So, I think that I would I'm, I would be all right because again I'm like you like I don't necessarily go directly to a therapist but I can share with my girl and then I can even though like if I meet you and I can tell you cool I meet Jay Johnson I meet whoever and I can tell that you're like yo you got something up here yeah I can share that with you and I don't care how you judge me. right see because we judgment free zone man it, 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 as long as you being who you are I would rather much know who I'm going in the war with than thinking I'm going in the exactly. war with a and I'm gonna be man. and then here's the thing it shows it, to me I feel like it shows strength on my end for me to trust you do you know how how, how important it is for you to say bro listen man like I don't really like you carrying the the, the forty on you man. Like, not because I don't want you to protect yourself, but because the last time, every time I'm around a nigga with the 40 or, or the AK or whatever he got, like, I feel like that energy bring bad energy, bro. And, like, we always get into it. So, like, even if, because, again, I don't have no expectation. If I'm supposed to be here, I'm supposed to be here. Right, we right. Get, a nigga may rob you, and that's a part of the game. But if he rob you and you got the 40 on you, he may shoot you. So, I just don't even want to have that type of. Right, right. So, that like, energy, yeah. I don't I don't have no expectations on it. So, that's how I look at it. What about you, Shai? Um, yes, I feel like I eventually I get through it just because, like, I've finally been able to um, accept the fact that there are, and I know we said we weren't going to use the word issues, but there's there's something there. Like, I feel like I used to always try to, like, avoid the fact that, like, something was going on or like I needed to um that there was something within me that I needed to fix like I was in denial for the longest time I've learned how to like grasp it I know like uh like you said like become more aware of my triggers and then I'm more uh aware of like when I'm going through something like I take a step back like especially like when I'm with my kids and I'm going through something and I'm like okay let me not project this negative energy like he always will tell me like don't let your emotions dictate your actions let your actions dictate your emotions so and i used to let my emotions dictate a lot of my actions so like i just like like uh take more control of that and reflect whether it's like me just taking some time out to myself listening to some music (laughs) taking a nap or like just writing down like i journal a lot i talk to him a lot i talk to my best friend a lot or like i just like just even now, like, okay, everybody know, like, the whole little tweet that I made. Like, oh, I want to start a group chat with, like, six random girls. It's almost 30 people in this group chat. And it's, like, it's so dope because, like, in these past couple of days, like, we've been talking about so much stuff and, like, just being vulnerable with each other and, like, talking about different things that we've gone through, whether it's, like, mental health, yeah. parenting, yeah. all kind of stuff. And it's just, like, feeling okay to talk to other people that like share similar situations or maybe they don't just having that non-biased opinion like it's just cool like I'm more in, I feel like I'm more in control of my emotions and everything so I feel like like he said like it's a learning process eventually I become 100% just being able to accept that I have something that I need to get over like I feel like that was the biggest step in the process for me now do you want to become 100% or do you want to improve because if you was just at 30 and yeah. you at 60 to me, that's better than being at 100 because you improve 30%. Right, you true. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I look at it like i rather consistently get better. And if I never make it to 100%, 
Who's to say that I made it to my hundred percent? This the best I'm going to get. You know what I'm saying? For me. And then the best, better me. I'm the better me for y'all. What? No, I was about to say we gotta wrap this up. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it's my turn, my nigga. I mean, we don't got to, but you know, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, the best way I've been able to to grow because you never go get over whatever. I'm never go see a murder scene and be like, yeah, I fuck with it now. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) But the better way for me to grow is like you. Well, one thing is like you said with the diet. So like certain shit, I just ain't go watch. And I use the first forty eight because that's real life. That's not a movie. You feel what I'm saying? That's like real life. And somebody it's never ain't no good outcome, uh, right? That, somebody man. not coming home, and people always talk about how motherfuckers snitch and shit on there. No, my nigga, like we're sitting down watching the show that they show us that somebody was alive an hour ago, and then they show us they dead body on the ground. So it ain't. I don't give a fuck about you snitching and shit. I want to know like what the fuck you think, and then it's usually for nothing. I've never yeah. seen one that was for a, a good enough reason, like a pound of weed. Nigga, it's millions of pounds of weed. You would kill a nigga for one. You feel what I'm saying? $60, nigga. You can go to work eight hours a day for $10 an hour make more than that. I just, even coming from the background I come from, that's why that's my background and not my present because when I started to wrap my mind about like how little we, like we do such drastic shit for shit that doesn't mean anything. Stepping on shoes, pumping a nigga. You fucked my bitch. If you didn't rape her, my nigga, she gave that pussy to that nigga. And you would kill a nigga for that? What nigga, you fucked her. You think nobody else want to fuck her? Look what she did to you. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? But I just take certain shit out of my diet, but I replace it. So, uh... I'm never going to take SVU out of my diet. That's number one. I took it out of my diet. I don't fuck with SVU no more. I can't. Because there's some sick shit going on. And it will be real stories, yeah. man. It just be that like. Okay, I'm never going to say never. But I, I, currently I have. Yeah, bro. I, I done seen e- literally every episode. Like I way before binge watching was a thing. I've watched so much SVU to the point that I quit watching the new season. Because I'm like, man. This shit is sick. That's like, why I don't watch the news. Yeah, like, like any news. Yeah. yeah, I watch the weather, and that's usually because I want to ride my bike. I got board. the weather app. <laughs> no, but uh, so bike. like I take stuff out, but I replace it. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I work uh, midnight. So I used to when I used to go to work midnights, I would use that time because I work in a factory and shit, and I would look up shit online and, and fuck with the uh, bitches and shit pages and shit online, and I fuck with. But you know that's my time. But yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I could spend that 20 minutes, so I read a chapter of a book every day and then instead of watching TV I just be like shit if I'm gonna be sitting here I'm gonna just read more books cause I'm an avid reader but I wanna read more and if I read this book at night then I read another book in the daytime and it's like I'm I'm enriching myself and taking that stuff out and it's like that make me feel better than saying I'm up on everything that's going on cause everything that's going on a distraction anyway do you feel what I'm saying so that's what I do I, I take and replace you and it's temporary yeah. a lot of the stuff we like yeah the shit niggas I mean, and, it, well that's, that's actually why thing. our show is how it is we never talk about shit in the news cycle because it's temporary and everybody if it's hot everybody go talk about that so it's like even when we asked you to come on I'm actually glad you came. We had another guest scheduled and shit, and then like uh, we just knew they wasn't gonna come. Like you Mm -hmm. get that feeling, so I'm like, yo, I want to have I want to have it was another uh, girl, and then I was like, let me have them on. And first she said yeah, but when she said yeah, that's when I asked you like, all right, okay. But then she backed out, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, dog, we need somebody else and shit. Then I was like, well, fuck it. Verge said he wanted to get back in it. 
Let's have Verge. And then we was like, yeah. Then I told my brother, well, if Verge and Shy, this is what I want to talk about. And then, like, the last second, Verge couldn't come. It's Father's Day. Yeah, it, is it is Father's Day. Day. It's first yeah. Father's Day. Yeah. It's yeah. first but, official Father's Day. And nigga, I had a car for you and everything. I got it still, but you, now you got to come get it. <laughs> but then when I seen uh, Rock, I'm like, this is actually perfect because, like, if you see, like, we got about how relationships play into it. And, and you, you, you got a different perspective because you've been in the military and yeah. all of that. So we, you know, we believe in a divine order. And this is the divine order like y'all came together and all of that because i didn't ask you was he gonna come and shit but i right. was thinking like i hope she bring dog you feel what I'm saying? But, but, it, but it doubled back to what we was talking about you had expectations right well no i ain't had no expectation i just was like you know we yeah. wanted because verge had spoke about something he was going through one time too so i was like like we could get in here with shy and verge and talk about anything go all day right yeah. but i was like no bro i want to talk about like like mental health bro you feel what i'm saying because everybody hey yo man we got oh yeah yeah but we, they just up. came my nigga no, like we, her daughter have it my nigga i look I'm, I'm looking at the door that's why i'm looking at the door nigga now we can wrap it up you feel what i'm saying so you look we like appreciate a raw nigga though you a ill nigga, son. So we appreciate y'all. I do, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know my rules. Yeah, if yeah. if I gotta use condoms after that pack gone, we love each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we appreciate oh, y'all for coming, man. Oh, yeah, you drop y'all Instagrams and everything. This is this is actually probably my favorite episode. Yeah. <laughs> like we got, yeah, I appreciate yeah, that, man. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead and drop y'all Instagrams. Of course, uh, Motor City Oprah on Instagram and Twitter. I know y'all don't both be that active on Twitter, but I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm about to get on there the way they you make got this to. shit. <laughs> Listen, Twitter, Twitter is, be lit. Is, is, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> yeah. like, Twitter lit. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Rock City R O Q C I T Y. Um, very very easy. Uh, if you want to get at us, you can uh, reach us at TCE Pie across the Twitter and uh, Instagram. Instagram. You could, if you want to be on the show, you could go to, you could email us at uh, pr at tcohh dot org. That's pr at tcohh dot org. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. I want for my brother what, what I, want I want for myself.